Hey, everybody, and welcome to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name is Stacy. Hey, Alicia here. Thanks for joining us today, friends. We've had a few, you know, toughish episodes these last few weeks. Alicia, you've got something a little lighter for us today. I do, I do. You know it. I have a true love story today, hmm. and not in the way you might think. My profilee in our trashy wheel this week is Gail King, renowned broadcast journalist with a trashy divorce all of her own. <laughs> Huzzah! And a story with all the delight. And sure, this episode is about a trashy divorce, but it is also a testament to best friends, Gail King and Oprah Winfrey, BFFs, and I stand for that friendship, <laughs> Gail King. She's a real bad bitch. Before we begin this episode, let's take a magic mirror moment. I spy with my little eye a few names here that get enormous thanks and praise this week from us at Trashy Divorces. Thank you so much for joining us at patreon.com slash trashy divorces. Michelle M, Emily L, Colleen, Rory W, and Lauren F. So grateful for you. I have a few more names though here. Okay. I do love the friendship that we have in this community. I got a few extra shout outs for our girls, Haley and Teresa. Thanks for the nicest emails this week. And what a very happy birthday to Cindy M too. We are so in awe of all of y'all and you. Y'all are all real bad bitches. I love this story so much. You ready, Stacy? I think we should go, go, go. Alicia, I know two things about Gail King. She's on TV and she's BFFs with Oprah. Tell me more. Tell me everything. Oh my gosh. So much fun in this story. Gail King has worked in broadcast journalism for over three decades and became familiar to most of us, to your point, as Oprah Winfrey's best friend. Gail has greeted millions every morning since 2011 as the co-anchor of the CBS flagship morning show, CBS Mornings. Her best friend, Oprah Winfrey, once described Gail King to Barbara Walters by saying, She's the mother I never had. Hmm. She is the sister everybody would want. She is the friend everybody deserves. Hmm. Unfortunately, Gail King has had some life events that she certainly did not deserve, like discovering her husband was cheating on her with her friend. Ooh. Now, on trashy D different friend though, right? Not not Oprah. Not no. Oprah. No, 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 no. Stedman. Oof. Different friend. The thing I love about trashy divorces is sometimes we have some really good mic drops. One of my favorite in the past is Catherine of Aragon mm -hmm. at her trial of Blackfriars with her speech to Henry VIII. This is a little bit more shade, but still just as poignant as mic drops go. I love Gail King. In a Vanity Fair questionnaire interview, Gail King was asked to name a living person she most despises. Oh, that's a terrible thing to ask a journalist. Okay, go ahead. King's response. Okay, you got the mic in your hand. I just mm. want you to watch it. Gail King's response. <laughs> Despise is a strong word, but I'm not a huge fan of the woman I caught naked with my now ex-husband on June 24th, 1990. At 9.16 p.m., but I don't remember the details. Mic drop. I mean, do you know why they got divorced? Oh, yeah. Well, it's not hard <laughs> to imagine that after that, Gail King decided to get divorced. Really? That's so odd. 
So let's go ahead and talk about her friendship with Oprah here for a minute. Pretty much everyone on Earth knows that Oprah Winfrey and Gail King have been best friends all of their adult lives and share an incredibly strong bond. But many folks might not know how this friendship started. Both ladies were working at Baltimore's WZJA television station. They were 21 and 22 years old, respectively, in 1976. Perfect. When their paths cross, and they become friends instantly. They feel a strong similarity to each other. Gail has said of Oprah Winfrey, I never met anybody like that. Certainly not another black girl. I grew up in an all-white community. Agreeing with that sentiment, Oprah has said, It's that whole being the odd girl out thing. We didn't fit into everybody else's perception of what it's like to be a black girl. Gail King adds, But we still had a very strong sense of being black, and we were very proud of being black. So to meet another black girl like that was, wow. (laughs) The two have spoken in great detail about their bond, but in the August 2006 issue of O Magazine, Oprah Winfrey explained that she felt she was destined to be friends with Gail. Quote, something about this relationship feels otherworldly to me, like it was designed by a power and a hand greater than my own. Unquote. That is a great way to feel about a lifelong friendship. My God, friends are so important. They're such a big deal. Over the years, naturally, it has been speculated and joked about Oprah and Gail that the two best friends are actually lovers. They used to feel the need to correct the rumors, but now it doesn't bother them at all. In 2011, Gail King tells TV Guide, In the beginning, it used to bother me, like, Oh my God, I don't want people to think I'm gay. I'm trying to get a date. (laughs) But now I don't care. I've given up trying to figure that out. At this stage, if you still think that, it's on you. I mean, yeah, right? Gail and Oprah are both committed to and treasure their friendship. Oprah recently said, It is the thing I cherish most in my life. Gail has said, I know that Oprah and I mean a lot to each other. I know at all times I have somebody that I can count on always. And although the two have debunked rumors that they're a couple, Gail does reveal in an interview, I have to admit if Oprah were a man, I'd marry her. (laughs) What's the key to their lifelong friendship? They say it's that they both want the very best for each other and are always truly happy for the other's success but their mutual sense of humor and ability to tease one another has played a major part in their bond as well. The two are very open about their friendship stories on their video series, The OG Chronicles. (laughs) I didn't know this was a thing. Uh That's great. The story that they told that exemplified their good-natured teasing of each other had to do with a dress that Gail thought that Oprah was wearing on television, that it just revealed a little bit too much. And Gail remembers, Oprah had on a dress with a lot of cleavage, and I just went, Lord have mercy. And Oprah corrects Gail and says, no, this is what you said. I got on the phone and you said, I have a black eye. And I said, what happened? And you said, I passed the TV and your boob hit me in the eye. (laughs) A time when the tables were reversed was when Gail decided to get blonde highlights in her hair. (laughs) Everyone was telling her how good they looked, but Oprah looked at her and said, 
you look ridiculous. Oh my God. These ladies have never let a man get between them either. As for Oprah's longtime companion, thankfully, Gail and Stedman get along really well and the three of them enjoy spending time together. Gail said, if I was a third wheel, I didn't know it. If Stedman didn't like me, that would have been tough. Ever the loyal friend, Oprah Winfrey replies to that. If Stedman didn't like you, Stedman wouldn't have lasted. Husbands and boyfriends come and go. Best friends last forever. Wow. Oh, I love this story. I'm not going to get teary-eyed. Sure. All right, so let's talk about Gail's marriage to William Bumpus. Well, with a name like that. William Bumpus was born in Greenwich, London, England in 1954. He was raised there as well. After graduating from school, old William moves to the United States for college and will then go on to attend Yale Law School. Okay, prominent, prestigious. Very much so. William serves as an assistant attorney general in Connecticut after graduating from law school in 1980. Wow. Yeah. Gail and Willie begin dating in 1981, just a year before getting married in 1982. Okay. Okay. Gail's best friend, Oprah, was not happy about the wedding. (laughs) But she didn't tell Gail about her feelings at the time. Oprah serves as Gail's maid of honor, Mm -hmm. but doesn't reveal like, "Mm, I don't think this is the guy for you. When Oprah tells Gail many years later about her feelings, leading up to and at the wedding. This is what Oprah says. Actually, I was a little sad. Did I ever tell you that? Mostly because I just didn't think it was going to work out. It didn't feel joyful. You know how you go to weddings and they're full of joy? There are some weddings you go to and you're just filled with all this hope for the couple. And you feel like there's something special going on. I didn't feel that at yours. Wow. (laughs) It just felt kind of pitiful. I never told you because it wasn't my place to say that. I felt like, well, maybe it's just me being jealous. Maybe I couldn't feel the joy because I was feeling like our friendship was going to change, but it didn't. And Oprah wasn't the only one that was having some doubts about that. Gail herself has said she kept asking herself questions before the wedding. Gail reveals to Brooke Shields when she was a guest on her podcast, What's Next with Brooke Shields. Gail says, I remember when I first got married. I can remember looking in the mirror and my mom was helping me get dressed for my wedding. I remember saying, Mom, how do I know that this is till death do us part? How do I know for sure this is right? And she just said, oh, you're just having cold feet. Everybody feels that way. Gail King continues, I would never tell my daughter that. I don't think you're supposed to have cold feet on the day you get married. I think you should at least in that moment feel, I am ready. He or she is the person of my dreams. I don't think girls should be told, it's cold feet. Everybody has the jitters. William and Gail will have two children together, a daughter named Kirby and a son named William Bumpus Jr., But 11 years into the marriage that Oprah felt would never work, Gail realized just how right her BFF was. You can't question Oprah. You just gotta roll with Oprah. I'm making a point never to question Oprah Winfrey. This is a great time. Ah, for a quick break, we're gonna pause it here and we're gonna come back with 
Maybe why William finds monogamy challenging hmm. and talk about the reason for that divorce. We'll see on the flip. Hey, Trash Pandas, when you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island, from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, Alicia, why does William find monogamy <laughs> challenging? So when Gail King files for divorce in 1993, it flies under the radar of media attention. There are no public statements, no reasons given out loud. However, as the years have passed and Gail's children have become adults, Gail has opened up about the reason that she ended her marriage. In 2006, Gail tells Will Smith on her XM satellite radio show, I was married to a cheater. I went to marital counseling. I've been divorced since 1993, so I'm all healed and everything. I've worked it out. I'm not bitter. I'm okay. I'm really okay. <laughs> but it got more shocking from there. And after that interview, Gail felt like she could open up a little bit more about the experience. Uh -oh. And she has. Letting her hair down. Gail reveals that she walked in on her husband and a woman that she thought was her friend in bed together. After being caught naked. Naked. Always. Naked is when you're naked and doing something. <laughs> different than naked. Where you could be in a doctor's office. Uh, Correct. Sure. You are n naked in a doctor's office. You're naked if you walk in and sure. you're doing something with my husband. Yeah. Okay. After being caught naked and having sex with her husband, Gail King said to the woman, I thought you were my friend. Not only did the quote-unquote friend not have any remorse, didn't feel bad, she retorts back at Gail, I never liked you. Whoa. <laughs> now get, get ready for another uh, mic drop here. I love Gail King. She's a real bad bitch. When asked about the identity of the woman, Gail King said, she knows her name. <laughs> <laughs> During Gail King's interview with Brooke Shields, Gail said that Oprah guided her through her divorce after finding her husband in bed with another woman. Sure. Gail says, I was married to someone who found monogamy very challenging, which is difficult in a marriage. I think if I didn't have children, I never would have spoken to him again. Oprah, who has never been married and never had children, she is one of the best therapists ever. If she had a second career, it would be a therapist. When I first caught my ex, I didn't tell anyone but Oprah and my mother. I knew I could trust them. Yeah. Now, William, Gail, divorce. 
takes a while, but William does eventually feel bad about how it all went down and apologizes. Apparently, his guilt had been getting to old Willie Bumpus after Gail began revealing all of his infidelities as time went on. So here, William makes a very open public apology to her in 2016. Oh, my God. So basically, she waited until their kids were grown up. Correct. And then just unloaded. Correct. Just unburdened herself in public. Okay. So they divorced in 1993. Yes. In 2016. 23 so, years later. Yep. Do the math. He releases, William does a statement through his representative that says, I have been haunted with this life-altering choice. Though I have dealt with this privately, I publicly apologize for the major transgression that dramatically changed all of our lives. I have nothing but the utmost respect for Gail and how she handled herself with grace. Despite the situation, she kept our children, as well as my relationship and involvement with them, as a clear priority. Gail was a great wife, an excellent mother, and a fantastic co-parent. I am eternally grateful for all that she has done and continues to do to enrich my life and the lives of our incredible adult children. I continue to be a work in progress and have spent the last 26 years striving to be a better man and father. I applaud Gail's continued phenomenal success and friendship. Apropos of what? 26 years later? What ofs? I mean, I'm glad you made it around to that statement, William. Like, is there some tradition of every quarter century we go back and apologize for the stuff we did wrong? <laughs> Not sure. I will tell you, though, that Gail King, badass single mom. So Gail has maintained a cordial relationship with William Bumpus and always encouraged a strong relationship between her children and their father. Gail always keeps the priority on the kids and their well-being, despite her own issues with her ex-husband and maybe the fact that she's not too happy with him. Gail King instead says it's so important for people who have children together to get along. Regardless of how you feel about the other as a spouse, you still have these children to raise together. Now that her children are adults, Gail King has said that her greatest achievement is that she has raised two compassionate human beings. Gail has not married again, but remains open to finding new love. She will tell Vanity Fair that she is genuinely happy, despite her single status, but added, I'll let you know just as soon as I meet the greatest love of my life. When asked what qualities were most important to her in a man, the always witty king replied, It's a tie between height and depth, and they have to have a good sense of humor. <laughs> and again, I'm going to go back to the friendship here because there's, I love this particular conversation bit between Oprah and Gail. During their 2020 vision tour, Oprah and Gail actually revealed a little bit more about what happened during Gail's divorce. In fact, Oprah said she learned something for the very first time about Gail's divorce. The producers of the tour asked Oprah to ask Gail about something she hadn't known. And Oprah didn't think there was anything about Gail that she didn't know. 
but realized there was a detail that Gail kept from her. So here's part of their conversation. Oprah. So this is what I didn't know. I read this last night. When you divorced, you told Kirby and Will that their father was at another house looking for a burglar. And Gail says, what had happened was we were moving from one house to another. And I did say that daddy has to go into the other house because there's a burglar and daddy's going to help catch the burglar. So he's not going to be here for a while. And three weeks later, Will, her son, asked Gail, has daddy caught the burglar yet? How's that burglar hunt going, Uh mom? And Gail says, no, no, he's still trying to catch the burglar because I couldn't bring myself to tell them we were getting a divorce. Yeah. Now I have to say I'm surprised that you said you'd never heard that story because at the time, Oprah, you said, that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't that sound like you? And Oprah responds, it does sound like me. It's so stupid. I forgot it. (laughs) I believe it. Gail, I'm embarrassed to tell you that that was the story because watching the Oprah show all those years, they tell you that you should just tell kids the truth. Oprah responds, the thing that I admire and respect most about you is the way you handled your divorce. Aside from that lie you told your children. (laughs) Because it was one of those moments where you were taken by surprise. Gail responds, it's called infidelity. Caught in your home? Never good. The two will also reveal a little bit more about how Gail tells Oprah about finding William in bed with someone else. Oprah says, it was so bad that Gail called me the night that she'd come home with the children, came home early and hadn't given a warning. And Gail says, Well, this was in the days before. Remember when you didn't have cell phones and the airline used to call you and say, your flight is canceled, but we can get you on a flight if you leave right now. So I threw the kids in the car and we rushed to the airport. I came home actually a day early. He wasn't expecting to see me and I wasn't expecting to see her. And here Oprah interjects. So he leaves. And so Gail calls me and says, is Stedman in the room? And I said, yes. And she goes, tell him to leave the room. I don't want him to hear this. So Stedman goes into the bathroom. And Gail, yeah, just go to the bathroom, Stedman. This is female friendship. I don't want you to hear this. No, I I get that. I just assume that, you know, Oprah in the 90s had enough money that there were more. um, She wasn't in like a two-room home. This is Gail talking. (laughs) Oprah says, I don't know what this is about, but Gail wants you to leave the room. Number one, who does that? (laughs) But I said, you can tell him later, but I didn't want him to hear it in pieces. Oprah says, because she had just walked in on the couple. At that moment, I said, you don't even know how bad this is because your husband had left to take his mistress to the train station. And I said, oh, this is worse than you can ever imagine. And Gail says, she was married and they were friends of ours. You know how they tell you the wife always knows, the wife always suspects? I had no clue whatsoever. Helpfully, her BFF Oprah Winfrey responds, well, I did. Oh, God. And Gail says, no, you didn't. And Oprah says, I did have a clue. That clue was when I was at your house and the phone rang. What's that, a clue? 
The phone rang and the woman on the other end asked to speak to her husband. And I happened to be on the phone when her husband gets to the phone. He said, nobody's there. Now I ain't stupid. Somebody was there and it asked to speak to him in a very nice voice too. Gail adds in, which is a bold move when you think about it because she knew Oprah was there. Oprah, that's the whisper thing I'm telling you about. Gail concludes here, I do see that now, but at the time I didn't. But if you had said you ignore the whispers, you get a brick wall and a catastrophe, which is right, because if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, it would have been explained away. They were both nude, by the way, so I even had to see that. <laughs> but if they had been sitting there fully clothed, they could have said, we were discussing something, something, sure. something. But it did have to be that graphic. That's absolutely true. So I pay attention to all whispers at all times. The friends go on to discuss how Gail would not be where she is in her career today if she had stayed married. She remembers a conversation when her career was really starting to take off. And William Bumpus, her husband, says, I'll be glad when this Gail King shit is over. And I remember thinking, God, I want somebody that kind of likes this Gail King shit. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an odd. I, like, I think it's one thing to, you know, he's an attorney. Maybe he has a dream of being able to provide, you know, a family situation where his wife doesn't have to work if she doesn't want to. But I'll be glad when this Gail, Gail King, King shit, shit is, is over. over. That's, that's, nah. not, that's not that. Gail continues to unpack this. I was just a local television news anchor. It's not like I was a big person, but you want somebody who celebrates your success, whatever that is. So I found myself turning down things with you, turning down going to different places because I knew that it would be upsetting to him. Oprah tells Gail that she was definitely playing herself small during her marriage, and that is most certainly a story we have heard before. Never, never play yourself small, friends. Ever. Not cool. Let's go ahead and pack in a quick break here before we come back and twerk it out, put it on back in. Back in a minute, y'all. All right, Alicia, so what is the rest of the story? Ah, <sighs> Gail King, boss lady. And she's a grandma now, too. Gail has not shied away from dating since her divorce, but... No surprise here, Gail's been very selective and maintained her privacy. Though the two never confirmed their romance, Gail and Senator Cory Booker were often seen together socially from 2010 to 2014. They always said they were just friends, but many folks believed it was more than just a friendship. Back in 2017, Gail will appear as a guest on Harry Connick Jr.'s talk show, Harry and revealed a strange dating experience she had that didn't leave her feeling oh so great about the quality of available men. Gail King tells Harry Connick Jr., I went on a date recently. I've been out with somebody maybe three or four times, and now I feel like I have another dating question to add to my repertoire, in addition to, do you think O.J. Simpson's guilty? <laughs> Which is one of my dating questions. It never occurred to me if somebody asked you out and you've been out on a couple dates, they're not wearing a wedding ring. It never occurs to me to say, are you married? It really didn't. 
So I'm at dinner with this guy and he's talking and then he said something about my wife and I go, wait, 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 your wife, you have a wife? And he goes, yeah. And I said, does she know you're here? And he said, oh, but we're separated. I said, oh, you're getting a divorce. He goes, no, we're separated. We live in the same house. It hasn't been good for a long time. And I was like, check, please. I know that story. Yup. Wow. She's a real bad bitch. I love Gail King. So mad props, mad props. Gail King will welcome her first grandchild in September 2021. Her daughter Kirby had a son and Gail is thrilled to be a grandma. She will tell the story on air. Kirby got out of the hospital on Friday and I got on a plane. I left the set, got on a plane and I actually beat her home Friday because it took so long to get released from the hospital. I wanted to be a grandmother for a long time, and it's really something when you see your own child become a parent. I am so nuts about him. He's very, very cute. So congratulations to my favorite daughter, my favorite son-in-law. I now have a favorite grandson. I'm over the moon. So smart about dating, new grandma, but hey, Gail King's professional life is reaching new heights as well. In February 2022, Gail King was recognized for her significant career achievements when she received the Walter Cronkite Award for Excellence in Journalism. Hmm. This award was established in 1984 to honor accomplished journalists who have demonstrated exemplary leadership skills. Previous recipients include Al Roker, Anderson Cooper, Bob Woodward, Catherine Graham, Ted Turner, Tom Brokaw, CBS founder William Paley, mm. husband to babe, sure. and many other distinguished journalists. In Gail's acceptance speech, she said that she first learned who Walter Cronkite was as a seventh grader when her father, Gail's dad, required the family to watch the CBS evening news with Walter Cronkite every night together. Gail says, that was not my idea of a good time. <laughs> I thought Walter Cronkite and the news were so boring, but my dad insisted. It was important to know what's going on in the world. My dad had no idea how he was preparing me. I thank Mr. Cronkite for the gifts of transparency, critical thinking, objectivity, perspective, and the most important thing decency. Thank you for teaching me through your example to report the news, stick to the facts, and keep my opinions to myself, although I'm still working on that. Every morning when I take my front row seat to history at CBS News, the place you dedicated so many years to, I do my best to honor your legacy. And that is the Trashy Divorces Saga and best friend arc. Yes. Of Gail King. Extraordinary. No trash cans in sight. Just big props for the opening mic drop quote and the quotes throughout. Get on with yourself, Gail. Big love from us here to you from Trashy Divorces headquarters. I think among the many, many things that Oprah has gifted the culture is modeling lifelong friendship that way. It's it is incredible. Mm -hmm. It really is an example to be admired. Mm -hmm. I love them. Yeah. Just love it. Thought all of our trash pandas could use something a, 
a little lighter. Sure. But Gail King, she's so wise. Yes. I love her. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. We are so grateful for you and your support of our trashy endeavors here. We're going to be back on Wednesday with a new sitcom mom for our season theme-ish. We hope to see you then, but if you need a little bit more in the meantime, Trashy Divorces Patreon is going to get you a ton of goodies, including our bonus at the end of this episode. Today, we're going to focus in on female friendship a little bit. Stay tuned for that. And y'all know, I always want to share the things I think that you're going to like in the name of friendship, y'all. So this week, you know I have to drop it. My little side podcast, Done and Done, is launching a whole new arc. It's called Capote's Coterie. It's going to be about Truman Capote and his writing and his circle, too. You'll see some high society swans, all kinds of other folks. There's a lot of delight coming up over there. Now's a great time to tune into Done and Done as this whole new arc is beginning. Again, French, big love and thank you to you. We are wishing you a wonderful week and we'll see you back Wednesday. Until then, darlings, clean hands, trashy hearts, big love. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.